0: Back to, in conclusion, the only movie podcast with the two hosts who have the absolute authority to review queer-centric movies to straight white people. I'm Too Dan heteros. O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. How are you, Anna?
1: I have a pride flag in my window. I'm trying to be a good ally. That's
0: good. I was wearing my my pride flag socks yesterday. Okay.
1: Look at us. Look at us. I'm not I'm not applauding our bare minimum Twitter behavior. Let's but center saying.
0: ourselves in
1: this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, gays. <laughs> I'm sorry. How are um, you, Anna? Dan, I'm a little stressy because as you know, we're we're in the process of getting ready to move, right? Mm-hmm. My landlord, not even my landlord, my landlord's wife texted me today. I've never spoken to this woman okay. in my life. She goes, Hi Anna Engage. And I was like, Hi, you're only texting me, but okay. Because I'm the only phone number contact they have. She Mm. goes, we're showing your apartment tomorrow at 1 p.m. Girl, it was like already practically three o'clock when she sent this. Okay, I was like, you're what? And I was like, I'm not going to be home. The place is a mess. She's like, that's fine. So Gage and I are in the process of hiding all of our valuables, which is like, one Tiffany necklace and all of our pop <laughs> figures, obviously. Um, no, but I, I just, I feel a little self-conscious that people are going to be coming in and looking at my messy apartment. Okay. And I looked how much they're trying to rent the apartment for. One thousand ninety-five dollars. Now, some might be saying that's not a lot. Honey, girl, I pay nine hundred and thirty-five dollars a month.
0: So they're upping it by fifteen hundred.
1: That's so. Not
0: fifty.
1: Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Maybe this my mind. Maybe that.
0: my mind is warped from an apartment that we're looking at, but
1: it's because you've shopped at Air Juan. You're different now. Dan. I have
0: never shopped at Air Juan. I walked Dan. in, saw the price of chocolate milk, and was disgusted.
1: Dan, you've changed. <laughs> L.A. changed you,
0: bro. Yeah. it's like no you just don't get it bro
1: i just i'm just shocked that they yeah. think that this may i just say this say poopy it. butthole of oh apartment.
0: come on no 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 no
1: the sink dan sink gate no
0: no i'm not i i agree with you but put some real gusto into it poopy right, butthole this
1: shithole <laughs> thank you it, it is kind of a shithole i mean like but it's my shithole for the mm. next couple weeks and you then i'm outy pouty
0: you hear that fans anna's talking about her shithole think about it
1: listen up i also told a bunch of teenagers at rehearsal today mm-hmm. i mentioned that we had a podcast and then they were like what's it called i was like no you shouldn't listen to it because i have a very potty mouth on it and they're like oh swearing i was like not just that <laughs> And anyway. you, wait,
0: you told them not to listen to it what's wrong well, with you I-
1: they're teenagers, and I don't want to get fired. I told the adults to listen to it. I said, adults, definitely listen to it. Children, wait till you're, like, I don't know, 21.
0: You're telling me these these teenagers are all Puritans who don't swear?
1: Well, I'm at rehearsal, and I'm getting paid to not swear in front of them, mm. so.
0: Well, then they can use me as a beacon of shining light, as someone who only swears under the most dire of circumstances.
1: That's true. Meanwhile, I'm like, fuck this. <laughs>
0: Um, so anyway, before we get into it, Anna, um yes. I forgot what I was gonna say. Never mind. Okay. Anyway, the movie that we're <laughs> talking about today is But I'm a Cheerleader. Describes my life. Uh
1: <laughs> Dan no.
0: Yes. Directed by Jamie Babbitt and also Written or story by Jamie Babbitt, screenplay by Brian Wayne Peterson, uh, who also mm. wrote for Smallville, Beauty and the Beast, Salem, and The Hot Zone, and Under the oh. Dome.
1: There's a lot. That's all right? over the map.
0: Produced by Leanna Creel and Andrea Sperling, uh, starring mm. Natasha Leone, Natasha Leone's accent. Clea Duvall, Kathy Moriarty, RuPaul, Mink King! Stole, ah! Bud Court, and Eddie Sibrian, if that's how you pronounce it. Cinematography by Jules LeBarth, which is a wonderful name.
1: Uh, I, I,
0: yeah. Released on July 7th, 2000 in the US, it did premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival. Love on that September 12th, 1999, two years before one day after disaster. With a budget of $1 million, it made only $2.6 million at the box office. Hmm. And on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 42% approval rating.
1: Why is it that the things that I like always have such low ratings? Too
0: broad to make any real statements, but I'm a Cheerleader isn't as sharp as it should be, But a charming cast and surprisingly emotional center may bring enough pep for viewers looking for a light social satire.
1: Hot take. Anything with RuPaul in it is not going to have that serious and cutting of an edge.
0: That's true. Um, I I mean, I kind of agree with the the consensus here. Um, But on Metacritic, it has a 39 out of 100. What the F? But reviews, this is directly from the Wikipedia page, reviews from gay media were positive, and the film has undergone a critical reassessment over time, being analyzed in recent times as a deliberately satirical and campy take on the subject matter. Feminist website Autostraddle declared the film to be number one on a list of 100 best lesbian movies of all time, after Ellen named it one of the five best lesbian movies ever made. Uh, but Wait, the Ellen site did? at afterellen.com.
1: Oh, I was like, Ellen's guy? I don't know about Ellen, but if it's not Ellen the generous, then we're fine.
0: The site had previously considered the movie's story predictable and the characters stereotypical in their initial review. Curve called the film an incredible comedy that has redefined lesbian film.
1: I mean, as a straight woman, I'm going to say this mm-hmm. I, I don't know if others would who identify would feel this way or agree with me but i feel like yes they're stereotypes but that's the point like it's supposed yeah. to be campy
0: yeah i get the 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 stereo i i i agree that it is it's like supposed to be an absurd take on it yeah
1: i feel like they're not stereotypes just to be stereotypes they're stereotypes to make fun of people who see those stereotypes as the only version of a gay person
0: oh yeah for sure um quick fact about the director mm-hmm. and writer jamie babbitt uh she has also directed episodes of tv programs like gilmore girls malcolm in the middle united states of tara nip tuck the l word marvelous mrs Maisel*, and russian doll starring natasha Lyonne. classic
1: Leon. classic
0: there you go uh I had no idea what the plot of Russian Doll was until I just read the Wikipedia page.
1: I don't know anything about that show. I just know that I like how Natasha Leone's voice sounds.
0: Very... N- shouldn't describe a beautiful woman as husky, but it's a very husky voice.
1: No comment. Am I wrong? No, I'm just thinking about how when I was little... Okay. I hope she doesn't listen. Sorry, Jenny. <laughs> My cousin. Beautiful. My beautiful cousin. Mm-hmm has always been curvier than me. Okay. And when we were little, my grandma, whom I love dearly, would, all, would always be like, Jenny, no, you can't shop here. We have to take you to the husky section. Oh, no. So, you know, if if, if that's uh, that's that's the statement of the day. <laughs> Sometimes I chuckle about it because I'm a terrible person. You, you
0: laugh at your cousin's pain. Yeah. Uh, so you had never seen this before, had you?
1: No, I had not. Um, Gage actually suggested it, but he thought I would like it because I like RuPaul mm-hmm. a lot. Um, and RuPaul there was actually
0: completely out of drag in this.
1: I know, but RuPaul had such skinny legs in this movie. Yeah. I was kind of shook. <laughs> I forget how lanky RuPaul is in real life. Uh huh. Um last botox for Mama Ru in right? this video in this a movie then usual. Looked like a
0: regular dude.
1: I know Gage always makes fun of the fact that when RuPaul laughs his whole forehead doesn't move. <laughs> <laughs> um I loved how campy this movie was. Mm-hmm. It was so fun and I liked the color schemes. I just really had a good time. Yeah. You know, I know it, it it's just I enjoyed myself. I thought it had a sweet love story at the core, at the end of it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was campy. I thought it did cut at some issues because it was poking fun at something that actually does exist and is actually horrible. Yeah. But it was also at the same time showing how ridiculous those sorts of things are. Because the things that they were doing in order to quote-unquote turn the kids straight was ridiculous.
0: Yeah, oh my gosh, it was all just, like, stereotypical um, male and female, like, 50s housewife and macho man husband roles that they were trying to force them into. Um, And yeah, I I think that, I I agree that it was, uh, the color scheme, like, as a general parody of, like, the 50s idyllic, nuclear family that they were trying to mold Mm -hmm. these these kids into i thought that the color scheme worked for that um i don't think that i i i I agree with the rotten tomatoes review in Mm -hmm. i don't think it was biting enough i don't think the satire was i think the satire was too not understated but it didn't go far enough
1: I wonder if that boils down to the fact that if it was made today, it would have been more intense mm-hmm. and on the nose. That because Yeah, I that could be like, the case. Mm-hmm. I feel like even in the 90s, late 90s, early 1000s, mm-hmm. people were still a little bit afraid of that kind of stuff. Afraid to acknowledge that homosexuality was a thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Let alone make fun of people for, um, you know, their beliefs on what homosexuality is yeah and the stereotypes that they have about it i think this was just like more of a open your eyes and look at the stupid things that people are saying when in reality it's just people who are in love it's not that big of a deal
0: Mm -hmm. um in 2001 according to pew research um 35% 35% of people were in favor of same sex marriage, while well, 57% opposed it. In 2008, a law was passed in California, Proposition 8, which banned gay marriage in mm-hmm. liberal California. In 2008, no, um, the Supreme Court decision. Um, Banning bans on same-sex marriage and legalizing same-sex marriage came in 2015. Um, and since that time, mm-hmm. public opinion has gone from 30 35% in favor to 61% in favor in 2019. In 2021, according to Gallup, it's 70% of people support gay mm-hmm. marriage. Which, A, far too low. Yeah. But, B, it's not that long ago that it was incredibly it was like if you, if you were out of the mainstream completely if you were like gay people are people and should have you know the same relationship yeah. rights as everybody else
1: it's it's crazy to even think about i mean it, it's so crazy to think about how recently people are starting to be accepting of other people mm-hmm. you know that's what it boils down to is you're just not being accepting of other people You know the rule, Dan, and I think this is a rule for the podcast. As long as you're not hurting yourself or anyone else, do your thing, girl.
0: Yeah. Uh, I was reading, I saw a Facebook post where it was like somebody was getting upset that they had posted something like, well, if EMTs aren't making $15 an hour, then fast food workers don't deserve to make $15 an hour. And I was like, "I, I don't give a shit. I think everybody should get enough, mm-hmm. and I think everyone should be treated the same. I live Amen. in liberal California, that's why I think this
1: well, I <laughs> live in Milwaukee, and I agree with you yeah. so uh,
0: yeah i just i I thought that was interesting, but i your your thought on why the satire wasn't as biting or on the nose makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense
1: thank you i I'm very cerebral today.
0: Mm-hmm. Just big brain. The mm-hmm. wojack of the dude sitting in a chair made of his own brain. That's you. I'm out here
1: waving my flag saying, Ally, I'm ready. <laughs>
0: um, the first time that I heard about this was my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. I, The Gay Straight Alliance was having a movie night and they put up posters nice. all over for But I'm a Cheerleader. And I was like, And it had like a Roger Ebert quote on the poster. And, you know, I love Big Raj. So I was like, ooh. I know you do. Um, And I was like, huh. And then just the title of the movie stuck in my head for a while.
1: I was very... Now, completely off topic, but still related. Mm -hmm. Were you confused by what time period this movie took took place in?
0: It, It seemed like it didn't take place in a time period.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, and I think Gage told me that that was the point,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I can't remember. Maybe I made that up. Like, but yeah, I just wanted to ask you about that because that was something that I was like, I like the aesthetic of this, but I'm also like, what the heck? Where am I?
0: Yeah, like when they went to the when they went to the gay club and the um, I forget what it's called, but like the the gay house basically, not the conversion camp. Yeah. Club. Uh, that house. seemed like it took place in modern, modern. 1999, yeah. but then the rest of it, I think, purposely ma- was made to seem like it's back in the 50s or just any time beforehand. Yeah. Like to make it seem like,
1: yeah. Okay, maybe that's supposed to be subliminal. I kind of like that. Could be. Good right? idea.
0: Also, completely unrelated, but the way you're sitting, I can only see your knee and your shoulder, and it looks like you're just not wearing any clothes.
1: I wish. Unfortunately, I am in a cloth prison. It's a dress with shorts underneath.
0: (laughs) Well, folks, subscribe to the In Conclusion Patreon to hear more about Anna's cloth prison.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I got a whole closet full of them.
0: i make all these promises. We don't post anything on Patreon.
1: No, but we will take your money.
0: And run, baby!
1: Run as fast as we can, and I'm not very fast. Hmm,
0: I can hop on a bicycle.
1: I will hop on the back of Dan's bicycle.
0: There, it's there's no like when you say, "Oh, I ran a marathon," people are like, "Oh my god, it's so cool, it's so hard." But then when you're like, "I did a bike race," people are like, "Fucking pansy,
1: you're you just you just sit on
0: your bike, sit and move those <laughs> wheels." Oh, your so butt hard. gets really
1: sore though.
0: I don't really have that problem.
1: The royal you, my butt gets really sore because yeah. I ain't got no cake.
0: Hmm, I got a dump. So,
1: trick. well. St- i'm glad you have a dumpy and your butt is protected when you're bike riding
0: i was at uh a store and i was getting measured for a suit for a wedding that mm-hmm. i'm in and the guy who was me- i rode my bike there and he saw that i had my bike classic. Helmet with classic it was like three miles away what am I, am I gonna drive there no
1: you you're just a but you're a biker you're one of those guys
0: so uh, yeah i biked there and then i walked in he was measuring me and he was like because you bike, your thighs are so much larger than your calves. And I was like, thank you?
1: Danny called you compliment?
0: thick. I know. But just my thighs. But the no. Thick
1: thighs Flat save lives. Calves,
0: RuPaul sized. But thighs? Oh. Thighs just bowling balls hanging off my legs, apparently. When I looked
1: in the mirror, <laughs>
0: my legs look proportional. I don't get what he was saying.
1: Dan, he called you dummy thick. Take it
0: take it and pedal away. I would take it and run, Easy. but as we established, yeah. I need to ride my bicycle. Mhm. <sighs> anyway, let's get into the movie.
1: Let's do it. So, I had a great time.
0: It is sometime in the past and we are introduced to 17-year-old Megan who is a cheerleader. She loves cheerleading. And she's cheerleading. so cute Very in this
1: movie. Cute.
0: Um, loves cheerleading and also loves women classic classic she has a boyfriend she's dating the popular football player whose name is apparently jared but i just thought of his name as football
1: i don't think they said his name even once did they if they They probably did he was not important to me there were so many other people i cared more about in this movie
0: and when they're making out in the car you know he can tell she's not all that into it but when she starts (laughs) thinking about you know those other girls on the cheerleading team their skirts and everything. Oh, then she gets into it. Then she starts I was, thinking.
1: I was fucking dying over her kissing him with his mouth open. With right. her eyes open, I mean. I was fucking dying.
0: Um, also, one of the members of the cheerleading team is mm-hmm. um, an Oscar winning. It was Michelle Williams. Oh, really? Yeah. She's in the movie for like 12 seconds.
1: You know, from humble beginnings, we all have our starts.
0: That's, I'm actually trying to see if this was her first film. No, she was in <laughs> in 1994. She was in Lassie.
1: Oh, like with the dog.
0: The dog, yeah.
1: Okay. Dante Basco was in this movie.
0: Am I? He is. I don't know who that is.
1: Prince Zuko.
0: He's the voice what of the Zuko. What the fuck, Dan? Why would yes. I, know, I don't know the voice actors from Avatar.
1: Everybody knows Dante Basco. What I the think fuck?
0: You, I think you are greatly misusing I'm, the word everybody. I'm calling the police.
1: Everybody knows. Everybody knows. I am calling the- p- Listeners, hit us up on Twitter if you know who Dante Basco yeah, is. Yeah, he's okay? the voice
0: of Jake Long in American Dragon Jake Long. Oh,
1: I fucking love American Dragon. Oh, my God. I watched American Dragon Jake <laughs> Jake Long when I was little all the time. Gitch and I actually watched a couple episodes on Disney+. Really? Really? yeah
0: i i have not seen it since it was on the air
1: well you're missing out am i no it's for children
0: hey trivia question for you which show had more episodes avatar the last airbender or american dragon jake long
1: i feel like this is a trick so i'm gonna say american dragon
0: correct 55 to 49
1: but which one had a better storyline?
0: <laughs> Obviously, American Dragon Jake Long.
1: No, he's the American Dragon. Didn't the Jonas Brothers cover that intro, or yes. didn't they? Yes, and sing they the played intro? it
0: on Disney Channel all the time during the commercial breaks. Jesus race.
1: Christ!
0: Anyway, um, so she doesn't, Natasha Leo. She doesn't like kissing Jared. Um. Uh,
1: he seems kind of gross anyway, TBH.
0: He does. And you know, she's also she's interested in being a vegetarian and she Gasp. likes Melissa Etheridge.
1: Gasp. So her that family dying. her
0: family and friends, they stage a intervention of sorts to say that they're sending her to a gay conversion camp where she can hopefully learn to become normal.
1: With counselor Mama RuPaul. Mama
0: RuPaul. Credited, well, well, he plays ex-gay Mike.
1: I was rolling. Rolling.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was like, Ru, please.
0: Credited as RuPaul Charles.
1: Yeah, that's his full name.
0: I know, but it's like one of the only times that he's actually credited by his full name and not just RuPaul.
1: I know. It's kind of wild, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, even if you Google him. It just says RuPaul, and then underneath, RuPaul Andre Charles, known mononymously as yeah. RuPaul.
0: Mononymously. Du, du, I didn't du, du, know that was a word. Some other mononymous names in modern times. Beyonce. China, the professional wrestler. Oprah. Never
1: heard of her. I know Oprah.
0: Pen, Teller.
1: You're not hitting the big ones.
0: Enya. Shakira, mm-hmm. Prince, Usher, Adele,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Drake, most he dropped importantly, a new album. Liberace.
1: <gasps> He's from Wisconsin! I know,
0: I went to his high school. Mm-hmm. They have a random picture of him outside the gym. Classic. Without any, like, descriptor or anything. So there's just a picture of Liberace on the wall.
1: Not That's big, same- it's just
0: like in a corner, like an 8x10 of Liberace playing piano.
1: That's the same thing at um, the high school where Tony Romo went to school, but it's like a fat head of him.
0: That's funny. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so she gets sent to a camp that uses a five-step program like Alcoholics Anonymous to convert campers. From homosexuality to heterosexuality, and the camp is called New Directions. Sorry, the camp is called True Directions. New Directions (laughs) is the glee club for glee. That's glee! glee.
1: You had me fooled for a second. She gets sent to the camp
0: vocal adrenaline. I wish. Uh, So, Um. at True Directions, under the strict eye of Mary Brown um, and her supposedly heterosexual son Brock...
1: Who we see dancing to RuPaul's music, mm-hmm. Broth- which was relatable content.
0: Looks like the guy from the Call Me Maybe music video. I don't know if you know what he looks like.
1: I I can picture it, but I, I think they're two different people.
0: They definitely are. Call Me Maybe came out 13 years after this. But I just saw that and I was like, True. Carly Rae. Um, so <laughs> there is a group Gay of- Gay icon Carly Rae? Of other young people said to cure themselves of their homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Uh this group includes Graham Eaton, played by Clea Duvall, mm-hmm. Mike's Mink, no, not Mink stole, sorry. Um, Eddie Sabrian as Rock Brown, mm-hmm. uh Melanie Lins- Melanie Linsky as Hillary Vander Mueller, Wesley Mann. Nope, again. I'm sorry. I'm just reading the cast list. I'm trying to gather whether or not their characters are part of the group or not.
1: I'm very shook. Continue. Do your best.
0: Thank you. Uh, Kip Perdue as Clayton Dunn. Dante Basco as Dolph. uh, Douglas Spain as Andre. Katrina Phillips as Jan. Catherine Town as Sinead Lauren. Brant Willie as Jared.
1: Sinead kind of made me nervous. Really? Yeah. (laughs) She was a little intense for me.
0: That's true. Um, So, they are, with the prompting of Mary and the other campers, Natasha Lyonne, she doesn't think that she's a lesbian when she's sat there. Um, Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm not a lesbian. I just like Melissa Etheridge and cheerleading.
1: Sure, Jan.
0: Right. But eventually she... After getting forced to basically, she outs and admits that she's a lesbian. I'm a lesbian. Good for her. Right. Um And this fact distresses her and she puts every effort into becoming heterosexual. Because as we all know, people think it's a choice. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which the
1: only way (laughs) the <laughs> only way to undo that choice is to learn the placements and gender roles of the 50s. hmm
0: And how to, h- to have sex while oh, your mom God. teaches you.
1: I don't no! understand.
0: That's later. But I don't understand. The people who are, like, being gay is a choice. Why would anybody, seeing how gay people are treated throughout history...
1: Exactly. ...be like,
0: I want that?
1: That's why it's such a stupid thing for people to be saying.
0: Right? Dumb.
1: People out here being crazy. <laughs>
0: uh so early at her stay at True Directions, um Megan, who hears some noise coming from Mary's office, walks in and sees two of the boys, dolphin Clayton, making out.
1: No, Dante! No!
0: And seeing I this... probably
1: would have screamed too, but not because they're doing gay stuff, just because if I walked in on anybody, I would be startled.
0: I would slowly close the door and walk out.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I'd probably, like, <gasps> and then walk out.
0: You would walk in and go,
1: Kissing! My virgin eyes! And then I'd run out.
0: Uh, so she screams, which then leads to them getting discovered by RuPaul. Dolph- my,
1: my dreams, TBH, getting D- discovered by RuPaul.
0: Dolph, Dante Basco, is forced to leave. No. While Clayton is punished by being sent into isolation.
1: In the doghouse. Yeah,
0: literally a doghouse.
1: literally cracking up.
0: Uh, so... The True Direction Program's five-step process involves the campers admitting their homosexuality, rediscovering their gender identity by performing stereotypically gender-associated tasks. For the girls, it included cleaning and cleaning and cooking. And they did some nails. And nails. And girly things.
1: They all had to wear lingerie too, which (laughs) I was like, I don't really think because remember, that for,
0: <sighs> re- remember, being a woman only means that you exist to serve and please a man.
1: You're right. I, I seem to have forgotten my place, Dan. Yeah, yeah I, apologize. I think you've forgotten
0: your womanhood. Don't worry. It's my place to it's my place to man. put you in your place.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Dan. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you. You're welcome. What? I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, for the men, it's muscles and posing and sports sporting events
1: my man rupaul never thrown a football in his life
0: (laughs) no never before he threw it like it was a shot putt um and into it when the men are doing all these things it's really they all get like great excuses to watch other men be hot for the women it's like they just playing games they're slaving around the house
1: it sounded awful. They were being forced to vacuum? I hate vacuuming. You hate vacuuming. The nails and the hair. That sounds like a vibe, honestly. Mm-hmm. I would love to be painting nails and doing hair. But the vacuuming, bitch, and the That's the it? Dishes. Va- you, okay.
0: Vacuuming or dusting. Vacuuming. Vacuuming or sweeping. Sweeping. Vacuuming or doing the dishes?
1: Neither. I don't get this hate of
0: vacuuming.
1: I don't hate vacuuming. I I do
0: not hate vacuuming! I hear her. I just don't
1: do it! I hear that you are being put in your place.
0: Anyway. uh, They also need to demystify the opposite sex
1: they watch
0: and probe
1: no uh
0: and then the last thing that we see is simulating heterosexual intercourse
1: disgusting i hated this part the flower on the vagina made my skin crawl girl my skin what about
0: foreplay no no
1: none of it we don't need it
0: uh so, over the course of the program, Megan becomes friends with Clea Duvall, Graham. Um,
1: Graham who, seems kind of kind of cool. Yeah, she's kind of
0: like, she reminds me of the woman in Legally Blonde, who is Elwood's cool. uh, classmate.
1: The lesbian one? Or are you thinking of Vivian?
0: Uh, maybe, the, I think I'm thinking of the lesbian one.
1: I think the you're Legally thinking Blonde. of Vivian. Because she kind of with the dark hair, yeah, yes, curly dark hair or short dark hair. Short dark hair. That's Vivian.
0: Well, I'm thinking of Vivian.
1: Also, Vivian's a bad bitch.
0: Fun fact about Cleo Duvall: she identifies as a lesbian and came out in 2016 and said she was very closeted while making. But I'm a cheerleader.
1: Oh well, I'm sorry she had to wait that long till she felt comfortable, but I'm glad she's living her truest and happiest life.
0: Yes, me too. Um so and and Graham, she's more comfortable admitting that she is a lesbian than Megan is, but she was forced into the camp by her rich family, who will disown her, uh if she does not, you know.
1: Oh, her parents it the an ick. They were not not cool.
0: What makes you say that?
1: They were homophobic?
0: Threatening to disown their daughter because of who she is as a person. Mm-hmm what's not Honestly, cool about that
1: couldn't be me
0: couldn't be you as in getting threatened to be disowned or couldn't be you threatening to disown
1: couldn't be me threatening to disown
0: hmm that's good look at you
1: my yeah my dad definitely threatened to kick me out of the house when I was acting like a brat back in the day but guess what I never was
0: <laughs> there's a difference between acting like a brat oh
1: no I know <laughs> I'm just saying I, I was I was a brat for sure okay. Know.
0: So what you're saying is your but, dad never follows through on his threats. What
1: I'm saying is. So they're
0: all empty. So anytime I'm he's threatening bi- anything, you can just be like, <laughs> no, old no. man.
1: No, and he's definitely followed through on a couple things. Many a cell phone taken away. Mm. Many, a, any trash that I, <laughs> this one's mean. Any trash that I left out was found later in my bed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny.
1: No, it's not. Yes, it is. Why are you leaving trash out? Because I'm a slob, Dan. I fully admit.
0: The first step is acknowledging the problem.
1: Mm-hmm. I was a messy child.
0: So the True Directions kids are encouraged to rebel against Mary by two of the failed graduates who protest them protesting. Um, yes. They are.
1: They're being forced.
0: Larry and Lloyd Played by Richard Mole of Night Court fame and Wesley Mann. Richard Mole played uh, the tall, bald barrister in Night
1: yeah, Court. Yeah. Wait.
0: He was the tall one.
1: No, I know, but I don't think you're right when you're saying Leslie Mann.
0: Wesley Mann. I said oh Wesley Mann. Oh, my God.
1: Mann. I was like, Leslie Mann's a woman.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know who Leslie Mann is. She's an
1: actress. Oh, my God. I was like, I don't remember her in this movie. I am so stupid. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh,
0: so they take the campers to a local gay bar. Um, when they sneak out and Graham and Megan, they kiss. Comes turns mm-hmm. from a friendship into a romance.
1: Honestly, we love the enemies to lovers trope.
0: Mm-hmm. And they play that one song that's like a very sweet song. I don't remember. That they then play over the, the end of the movie. Um, mm-hmm. Which I don't know what the name of the song is or who it's by. I think it's Together Forever in Love. Oh, or Ray of lovely. Sunshine by Go Sailor. Mm. Whatever it is, it's a great song. Great got me i'm gonna
1: take your word for it it's twee
0: is the genre
1: Ooh, twee
0: um for those of you unaware of twee it's it's indie rock it's indie pop
1: something dan would listen to no it's it's too soft lesbians.
0: it's too soft for me tegan and sarah oh, yeah, are much you're right. harder
1: you're right tegan yeah. and sarah are so much harder <laughs>
0: Um, so, Mary discovers the infraction of the kids sneaking out. They all, it makes them all picket Larry and Lloyd's house, carrying placards, shouting homophobic abuse, inspiring the Westboro Baptist Church.
1: Oh, God, it was giving Westboro Baptist. Did you say the name of the club that they attended?
0: I didn't, because I don't remember what it was.
1: Cocksucker. I love it. It's just I wanted to say it. What was the name again? Because cocksucker. I, didn't I hear love you. I'm not saying it a third time. I love
0: <laughs> if you say it a third time, it appears. Cocksucker. Come in!
1: The gays they're here. Um <laughs> I feel like so often now this is not always true. I've heard of many a gay club with not a crazy name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but some some gay clubs are just so outwardly sexual, and it cracks me up. There, and this is one of those times.
0: So West Hollywood um, mm-hmm. is the area in Los Angeles with like the the largest gay community.
1: Yes, the gayborhood.
0: Yes, and mm-hmm. the number there aren't a lot of like aggressively sexual names mm-hmm. for the bars, um, but there is Trunks. Okay. Uh, there is flaming saddles.
1: Okay. Flaming.
0: Yeah. And those are like the, the two the at the top of my head that I'm like... Are the most... I can't think of the word. Sexual.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: I'm looking at Google Maps right now.
1: I'm yeah. just thinking of what... I mean, we have dicks in Milwaukee. Yeah, I know it's an acronym, but still,
0: it's an acronym for dicks is cool, sir.
1: It it it's actually spelled D I X, but
0: yeah, dicks is xylophone.
1: <laughs> yup, that's the one. Dicks is
0: xantham gum.
1: Oh God.
0: Uh so Megan and Graham sneak away one night. Uh, also earlier. Megan caught one of the uh, other girls there doing shock therapy on herself, where whenever she had a uh, nasty thought or a a homosexual thought about another woman, she would shock herself, Uh, but it kind of had the effect of pain for pleasure. Ma'am. Right.
1: She mentions earlier in the movie that she likes pain, too. Yeah.
0: Because every time she shocked her, she would, like, moan.
1: Mm -hmm. be like "Mm, okay
0: then Uh, so Megan and Graham sneak away one night have sex begin to fall in love Uh, love that Mary finds out and Megan because she's comfortable in her own body she's like yeah I don't think it's bad Uh, but she is then made to leave True True Directions Graham however stays because she can't afford to be disowned by her family
1: which is so sad, and I think that's right? something that's probably very relatable for a lot of people. Like, that idea of, I can't be left behind by my family, so I'm going to try to change myself that so that they'll, you know, mm-hmm. accept me. And that's so sad.
0: Yeah. So, after she gets kicked out, she goes to stay with Larry and Lloyd. Um, and then she runs into Dolph. King who is also living with Larry and Lloyd, and they make up a plan to rescue Graham and Clayton. Uh, and that, where does that plan happen? At the graduation ceremony.
1: Hell yeah, but when all shit goes haywire.
0: Before we get to the graduation ceremony, we have to see the training on how to have heterosexual sex. Hate it. Led by hate Brock. It. With Mary watching, it. his mom watching. Hate it. I hated it. Love I it. just it's hated very funny. their
1: little nude. Their oh, I love the scene. The like, little from nude a movie outfits. Standpoint. Yes, it was hilarious, but it was also yucky.
0: Cr- the crotch. I didn't even notice the crotch the flower, flower crotch. at first. Next, on I, I was like, "Oh, oh I god." Noticed.
1: I noticed immediately <laughs> that some of the some of the ways they were quote unquote having sex had me fucking dying right. though. Oh my god.
0: Uh. So. At the graduation ceremony, Dolph easily gets Clayton to come with him. Uh, Megan then calls for Graham to join him, but Graham declines. She's nervous. She can't go. She can't leave her family. But then Megan, uh, she composed a cheer for Graham, saying how much she loved her because the two things that Megan really loves are cheer and Graham.
1: Yeah, and I love that because it kind of harkens back to earlier in the movie when Megan created a cheer when she was kind of indoctored into what they were doing at the camp Mm -hmm. and now she's made another cheer that's sweet and romantic and i just thought it was so cute
0: yeah uh so then they all drive off together and then the credits roll and then the credits stop rolling and we see megan's parents uh at a p flag meeting which is Mm -hmm. a parents and uh, friends of lesbians and gays what's it originally stood for um, but now it is no longer an acronym. It's just the name of the organization because it has expanded from, to full LGBTQ+. Good. And that's... But I'm a cheerleader.
1: I loved it. I thought it was good. I thought it was a fun. Especially because the next movie we're going to watch is not, not, not fun. nearly as fun.
0: No. A lot more dramatic.
1: Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know... I was here for a good time this week.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I was here to laugh. You know, I love Mama Rue. I was just here to vibe.
0: I think that my opinion of this movie is the same as my opinion of twee music. Mm -hmm. It was like, it's fun. It's airy. I wish it was more biting.
1: (sighs) Dan, Dan, Dan. You and all the other critics. Mm Mm-hmm. But I just, I mean, you know I rate things based off the vibes. Yeah. I just thought it was nice to see, like, a love story. It was nice to see. I I feel, and I, I am not cultured, so please send me your recommendations on Twitter or wherever. I feel like it's not common to see lesbians in a movie where they're not sexualized
0: mm-hmm.
1: or they're not. Having, like, the gay characters in movies always, I feel like, have something tragic happen to them. Yeah. So it was really happy to see... It was nice to see them getting a happy ending.
0: Yeah, like, the only other... Like, explicitly lesbian movie that I know that I have seen... Mm -hmm. ...is so much more dramatic. It's Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which is a beautiful movie. um, But... It is not the, the, the light love story that we have here.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I've mostly seen movies just about gay men.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and that's just and they, in
0: general, not just, just re- regarding hom- heterosexual or homosexual movies. You only watch movies about gay men.
1: Correct. Yeah. No, but I'm thinking, like, the, I was going in my head of all the movies, like, the movies I've seen that have gay leads in them.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: the ones I mostly think of, like, is like Moonlight has a really rough storyline. Um, yes. Call Me By Your Name has a really rough storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, i trying to think. I had like five more that I was thinking of and now I'm having such a brain fart. I mean, in most media, gay people do not get a happy ending. Yeah. And I feel like it's just refreshing to see a... a lighthearted rom-com i would say yeah almost a satirical rom-com in which people get to be happy it's this who they are
0: and bend it like beckham
1: oh my lord
0: <laughs> um i have some trivia for you
1: i'm ready hit me
0: okay i'm gonna drive over there and punch you give me, me a long drive g- give me a, a couple day. days
1: all right i'll be here you know, while my landlord shows my apartment. <laughs>
0: uh, so the day before shooting began, Natasha Leone got drunk and was tattooed on her back shoulder at a shop on Hollywood Boulevard. Mood. Uh, the director was upset because Natasha had to film scenes in a sports bra doing cheer routines. Yeah. And she said to her, how could you do this? And Natasha Lyonne responded, I don't know what happened. <laughs>
1: I know for a fact that Natasha Lyonne has had some rough patches. Yes, but girl, that's kind of funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so by the time that when this movie came out, RuPaul had already released his first album, served King. as a Mac spokesperson, Queen. Mac. Yes, Mac. I don't know. Uh, yeah, Mac.
1: That's the yeah. the makeup brand.
0: A- and had his own talk show on VH1.
1: Okay, Ru. So he was already like worked. a big deal. Yes. Well, they even had rock dancing to a RuPaul song in the movie, which was incredibly relatable. I love jamming out to some Ru. The
0: song's called Party Train.
1: Yes. My favorite RuPaul song is Glamazon.
0: I can honestly tell you the only RuPaul song I've heard is Party Train.
1: You've probably heard, um, You better work. Work it, girl. Work it, girl. Give it a twirl. Wet your lips. I don't think and I have. For the... Okay, well. <laughs> uh, Come to my house, Dan. I'll, I'll play it for you.
0: So, on RuPaul's podcast, Natasha Leone told her story about getting cast in the film. Uh, she was friends with Clea Duvall before production, mm-hmm. and they were driving. And she saw the script in Clea Duvall's car and asked if she could be in the movie. Oh. Clea had landed the role of Graham and they hadn't yet cast Megan. So mm-hmm. then the director was then persuaded to cast Natasha Lyonne, uh, who was a self-proclaimed stoner and showed up to the audition dressed in all black to play the all-American cheerleader.
1: Classic. She looks so cute in this role, though. I'm not going to lie. But um, I thought she did a really good job. Mm-hmm. I think she did. She was believable as this cute little innocent thing who was so clearly gay and had never even given it a, sec- a second a second thought. thought. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, that's all the trivia I have. Hmm. So Anna Dan w- Would this movie be better, or worse than the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas as one of the boys? I, uh
1: I'm I, I would like to see it, but I don't think it would change the quality of the movie. Um, I think he would probably switch places with Dolph, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like Dante was giving some JTT energy.
0: Oh yeah, I felt that.
1: But I think... I liked... I don't think that he would really be needed in this movie. Because he was... (sighs) I feel like this movie would have been a waste of his star power in the 90s.
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely. He was too big to be in this.
1: And he wasn't... It's not like a. It's not for him. No, is what I'm trying to say.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna shift back to Jimmy Stewart.
1: Mm-hmm. Would this Classic. movie be better,
0: worse, or the same with Jimmy Stewart as Mike?
1: I think Jimmy Stewart would be horrified to be around lesbians. He was, oh my gosh,
0: he would be absolutely horrified. But it
1: God, it would be not great.
0: I want to see him do the dances that RuPaul does. Yes. So I'm gonna say it, it would be worse. But it wouldn't be not interesting.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. It would be like bringing your like really senile, you know, mm-hmm. grandparent somewhere.
0: At my brother's wedding, his mm-hmm. wife's grandma was there and she was like sitting there with like a really disgusted look on her face. Um,
1: okay. At the wedding?
0: At the, It was at the reception. Okay. it was like the music was playing and everything. And she was like, I don't like all this new music that you kids are listening to. Uh, Do you know what song she was responding to about this new music?
1: Was it like Backstreet's Back? It was
0: Build Me Up Buttercup.
1: (laughs) Ma'am, that came out when you were young.
0: (laughs) Oh, I don't... She was not young when it came out, but... She was... But it was that not song's that not from new. now though. No, no, it's from like the late 60s.
1: Yeah. What the
0: is originally from 1968.
1: Okay, girl. Well, you're off by a few years, honey boo boo, but A little bit. Thank you.
0: On a scale of 1 to 5, cheers. What do you give this?
1: because i really liked it okay i i've had a great time dan good um, i'm happy i loved the love story i thought it was really sweet mm-hmm. i thought it was a good portrayal of enemies to lovers i thought it was believable as far as like the love story part goes not all the rest of it um i thought it was cute um a cute story about those two girls um I loved the way they were so blatantly making fun of what people think. Like, I-, I just thought... It took a very heavy topic and made it something that we can laugh about, ergo making it approachable. Yeah. Um, And I think in order to really understand why... Like, if you're talking to somebody and they're, like, super against gay rights, I think it comes down to the humanization of the people whose rights they're trying to take away. If you can make them see, Mm -hmm. these are humans. They don't want to hurt you. They don't want to hurt anyone. They just want to live their lives.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: That becomes a basis for changing the world. Yeah. And I think it's really fun... To be able to human Like I think it's just nice To be able to humanize people Through comedy Because people are so quick To move to drama And be like Oh But don't you feel bad For this person in the yeah. movie But That's not how real life is Real life romances Are just chill And probably are filled With more funny moments Than dramatic ones I would hope Maybe and for just, you For for me I, I am having a good time
0: My life is My relationship and life Is filled With drama
1: I know. All you do is cry, Dan. I get it. I just think this is a good a good movie to approach, like it shows a lesbian couple in the same light that it we often see heterosexual couples. And I yes. like that.
0: Yeah, I agree. Is you... what I was
1: trying to say, but could not find the words.
0: <laughs> you you said it longer and better than me. Uh, Thank you, Dan. So I give it a three out of five. Same I I agree with everything you say. I just wish it was a little more a little more. Satiric, a little more on the nose. That's but. fair.
1: I do think that I liked it more because I i like Natasha Leone and I like RuPaul. Mm-hmm. You know, I rate things higher when I like the actors.
0: Yes, it's like people rating things higher when they're like, they said a quote from the movie that I know.
1: Yeah, that's a mood.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is it for this week's episode of In Conclusion. If you want to support us, you can find us on social media, Facebook and Twitter at and In Conclusion on Instagram at In Conclusion Podcast. If you want to find me, I am on Twitter at danokeefe86 and I'm on TikTok, where my most recent TikTok just got over four hundred likes. So you could say that what I am the heck? rolling in the dough.
1: My most recent TikTok got seven likes. That's not even fair. Wow.
0: What's it like to be poor?
1: It's sad. Gage says it's because I posted it at 1 a.m. while I was tipsy, so. That
0: might be it. But on TikTok, <laughs> I'm at not Dan O'Keefe. Anna, where can they find you?
1: You can find me on Instagram at Automus prime A18, or you can find me on Twitter at Autobots Roll Out, Capital O for Auto, Capital B for Bots, Capital R for Roll and the O in Roll in the O and Out R Zeros. What about
0: TikTok? I would tell
1: you my TikTok? Okay, but if I tell you you have to promise to go like my video
0: Okay, deal.
1: Whoa. Whoa, Whoa. what incarnation is this? TikTok kicked me out.
0: You're banned it's from me... TikTok.
1: Oh my God. It makes, it wants me to make a whole new account. This is not correct. There I am. Oh, thank God. That was really scary. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. My whole life just flashed before my eyes. It's Anna Otto 818. No caps, no spaces. All panic
0: perfect everybody go there and like anna Otto's tiktok so she can feel yeah. something
1: it's only got seven likes what a fucking nightmare
0: uh we'll be back next week and we're talking about brokeback
1: mountain damn please we'll be crying about brokeback mountain. a little bit
0: of a mood shift going on here another oscar snub in the meantime everybody stay safe have fun and get vaccinated bye-bye
1: bye No! Bring it back out!
0: A Creative Land Podcast.